0: welcome to build your tribe with your host Shalene Johnson
1: hey everybody thanks so much for jumping on my name is Shalene Johnson and today is gonna be super inspirational it's gonna blow you away because it's like about Periscope it's even more than just about Periscope it's about that feeling that maybe you don't deserve success that inspiration that so many people need When they're considering starting their own business, when they're considering leaving their corporate job, like that point, like when do you jump off? When do you say I quit? When do you say it's time I can resign and this isn't an irresponsible thing to do because I have a family to take care of? So today I am happy to share with you the story of a woman who I found by accident by scrolling through the map on Periscope one day. I love to do that. You know, to be honest, I look at the title and I also look at like how many people are on and what is it that this person is talking about that might be of interest. And I jumped on this woman's periscope and within, I'd say about a minute, 30 seconds, I was like, who are you? You are my twin separated at birth. I just love this woman. I went crazy and I just started commenting in her scope. And I'm sure you've had this happen, right? Like where you've watched somebody from a different part of the world who maybe is older, younger, has an accent, whatever. But like there's something about their spirit that you're like, I know you. I freaking know you and I love you and get in my belly. And I wish you lived next door to me. Well, that was my experience this day when I was searching through Periscope and I fell in love with this woman's energy and started connecting with her. And at the time, she was inspiring people to monetize their life. I am so excited to introduce to you my friend, one of my dearest friends who I communicate now with on a daily basis. She gives me joy. She gives me Uh, purpose. She makes me happy and we're twins separated at birth. But I want her to tell you her story because it's got so many things that are going to inspire you. Number one, those of you who are like, I don't know if I can, when is the right time to quit my job? Number one. Number two is I don't know if I belong here. Number three is I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm ready yet. If any of those thoughts have gone through your mind, well... Without further ado, I would like to introduce to you my friend and identical twin. Oh, thank you so much. Hello. I've got my good wig on, so you know. That was looking good, girl. <laughs> that is looking good. You look beautiful as always. And Nicole, for those people who have never followed you on Periscope, can you let us know what is your handle here
0: on Periscope? Sure, sure. So I'm on Periscope as at natural Nicole. At Natural Nicole. That's N-A-P-T-U-R-A-L
1: Nicole. Cool. <laughs> and okay, so Nicole, I want people to hear your story. And when I tuned in to watch Nicole for the very first time, she was talking about working full-time in corporate America. And she had been in sales and at the same time was starting to build her own thing on the side. And but she was so motivational and so excited about creating this extra income for herself. But at the time she was working full time in corporate America. And about a week later, I tuned into her broadcast and girlfriend was quitting her job live yeah. on Periscope. And it was, it was riveting. I could not turn it off. She was like, okay, you guys, this is it. I'm going to call my boss right now. And, and I'm, I'm going to do this live. And we we're like, ah! What if he picks up? What if he doesn't pick up, right? Like, we're all freaking out. We're so unreal. So I want to hear from you, Nicole. First of all, what did you use so that you knew, okay, today's the day I can do it. Was it money? Was it a feeling? Was it, like, some people quit their jobs without a safety net. Sure. And I I just want to know, like,
0: what made that day the jump off day for you? Sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, Chalene, you know, it was kind of, I don't want to say it was whirlwind. So the thing that I always advise to people and the thing that was reflected in my, my own life was that I built a plan. Like I made sure that I had something to go to. So I didn't want to look at it as quitting my job. I wanted to look at it as promoting myself to my purpose. So I'd already, yes, I know. Like, I mean, I can't even tell you, it's an amazing, one-of-a-kind feeling to work every day and love what you're doing so when that day finally came right before that I spent three days on what I like to call a brand retreat which really was just me getting a hotel room and leaving my kids and my husband at home <laughs> so that I could finally say to myself okay am I really going to do this? And how am I going to do it? And is this right? And, you know, just look at everything, but there wasn't a magic number. There wasn't a, you know, oh, I have this much savings or I have this because no matter what, you're never going to be comfortable or ready to do something that is just completely transformative and different from anything you've ever done before. So I bit the bullet and I just did it. I was afraid, but I did it afraid. Well, I want to back up to what you just said, because I think it's really important that You know,
1: you said I had to remove myself from everyone else. Mm -hmm. I had to check myself into a hotel and you and I were already talking at this point. And that's kind of like, I'm like, that's such a cool thing to do to not be afraid to say, this is a freaking huge decision. (laughs) I need some peace and quiet. I need my own comfortable room. I need to be able to close the doors and think this through and really Mm -hmm. know, like, and pray on this and put things on paper and say, is this what I really
0: want. And I love that you did that. And what did you call that? I called it a brand retreat. I mean, that just me giving it a cool title so that it was less scary because realistically, it was just me sort of going someplace where, I mean, I'd already talked about this with my husband and, you know, my kids already knew that this was something that was likely to be a result, you know, but um, I mean, we, we'd thrown around dates. We didn't know it was going to happen that soon. And finally, I mean, it was like over those days of sort of working on my business uninterrupted and really digging into it and just feeling that calling, you know, is this what it's going to be like for 24 hours? I get to live and work in my purpose. Why am I waiting anymore? And, you know, after that, I just got on the phone and I did it. I just called my boss and I quit. It was kind of crazy.
1: (laughs) So for those
0: of people who are not familiar
1: with your story, what were you doing on the side at the time and is that what you intended to do full-time? So if I can, because I know people want to know this stuff, like how much were you making at your full-time corporate job? How much was your business
0: making you? And what did you think you were going to do after you left? Sure. Those are all like, obviously very like reasonable questions or things that I mulled about. So before quitting my job, I was actually working as a senior executive within a multi billion dollar insurance company. So one of the biggest here in the United States, and I made 120 $27,000 a year with bonuses, with benefits. I mean, I definitely wasn't in a situation where I was hurting hurting for coin. You know what I mean? Like there was my bills were paid and finances were not the reason why I quit my job. It was because I knew that I wasn't serving in my purpose, that I was living a life where I was making money for other people. And I had these skills where I could teach people how to empower themselves. So that was really my focus at the time. And OK, so how, how you know, mm-hmm? like
1: what kind of a corporate job in terms of if, if I can ask, like what kind of money were you making at your corporate job that you were able to walk away from that? Like
0: how hard sure. was that decision? Oh, I mean, that was easily what kept me there, you know, like, because I mean, I made so much money. I mean, when you make six figures at your corporate job a year, you, there's pretty much I think there's a saying that goes out. There are a, st- a statistical data thing where the magic number is like seventy five thousand dollars a year, where once you make that, you can pretty much afford whatever it is that you want. You can take vacations, things like that. So, I mean, I, I obviously exceeded that and almost doubled it. And I had bonuses. So, I mean, it was Crazy because I was in a position where I had every single thing. I traveled for work, you know, I made my own work hours, I worked from home, I made six figures, and I still felt unfulfilled. And was um, in your mind, did you feel like, okay,
1: I think I can replace this income? (laughs) Or were you like, it doesn't even matter, I'm just dying?
0: I think at one point on the scope where I called my boss and quit my job, I actually said, I I have to quit because I'm dying here. (laughs) And it just kind of blurted out. And I was trying to be as classy and formal about it as I could, but I just couldn't lie. You know, it was just like I was kind of, you know, at my wit's end and I couldn't lie about it. I was in a position where I had all the money I needed. I knew my new job, at least I thought my new job wouldn't make me what I make now, but I was ready. And I knew that at least I deserved to invest in myself just to fracture what I'd invested in companies for years and years and years. So
1: here's the deal. What I want people to take away from this is that it helps that I have 2020 hindsight having been able to follow your story the entire time. But what's so inspirational is that what you left to do is probably in some respect, similar to what you ended up doing, but not exactly. And I think people want to know exactly what they're going to be doing. And they, they want to have this business plan and going to the <laughs> bank and be able to show people on paper what I'll be able to make mm-hmm. and what I'll be able to do. And you left with kind of, as I like to say, a fuzzy outline of what mm-hmm. you were going to do, but not precisely. So in a nutshell, can you tell us
0: what you thought you were going to do and what you do today? Sure. Absolutely. I'll be totally honest. So when I first Quit my job. I didn't know what I would do every day. I didn't know how much money it would actually make me. I I truly had a fuzzy outline. I knew there was a community that I would be able to serve. I knew that there was a need for. The ability to turn whatever it is that you love into something that actually makes you income that's sustainable, and that I had a solution to that. How I was going to get that to the people wasn't a hundred percent sure on it, <laughs> you know. And I just knew that in order for me to figure that out, I couldn't be clouded and devoting hours to a nine to five job. I needed to like to drill into it and figure out that answer. And so, so but what, what, I what were
1: you doing at the time? Like, what were you like? Okay, well, at least I'll be able to make money doing fill in the blank. What was that?
0: Sure, I was like, oh, well, I was a blogger. So, I mean, I had like a curly hair blog. And I said, well, no, no matter what, I could do that. And, you know, I was on Periscope and I'd made a couple of really quick webinars that required really tiny time investment, but um, they were something that I could turn over for profit. I mean, I'd only ever done bits and pieces of things and uh, I wanted to bring them together into something cohesive that would better help people. So. So how were you making money as a blogger? As a blogger? So, I mean, I was working with brands. I was doing brand- product reviews. I was, um, I and, you know, on Periscope, I was on here, offering uh, my services as coaching, so that was something that was pretty lucrative, pretty quickly. Because I mean, I got on here and I said, you know, I'm really good at helping people make money. I consult with major corporations to, you know, make them millions of dollars while protecting my own company's profitability. Um, I can probably do the same thing for you, <laughs> you know, as, as a regular stay-at-home mom or someone in an MLM. And you know, people were booking sessions with me, and I was like, holy cow, you know, I can't work. I don't have time for these sessions. Like, <laughs> I mean, be- it was one of the Those things where... I, I didn't know what would be stable but I was determined to find out and um, okay I knew so that I had love this fear. so
1: so basically you were saying listen I'm, I'm blogging that's making me mm-hmm. some money I'm mm-hmm. also uh, I'm on periscope and I'm, I'm finding that people are really relating to me like I'm good on live camera like you got to say that Nicole you are you on live <laughs> live on on camera and not a lot of people can do that a lot of people are get all caught up in trying to be someone or something and they don't know sure. how to be themselves on camera live that's why I think <laughs> it's such a big difference between edited videos on like YouTube or Facebook, like anyone can seem super smart and creative and cute and funny with the right editor, but it's not <laughs> easy to do live, number one. Number two, you're like, okay, I'm connecting with people. If nothing else, I can hustle and, and I, I can help. sell my services. Yes,
0: yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely, if nothing else. I mean, honestly, let's be completely frank about this. Because of the fact that I had a corporate job that offered me you know, a title and money and all that jazz, one thing that I knew for sure was that I'd be able to help people. And when I quit my job, there was a phrase that I'd been sort of repeating to myself as a mantra, which is my provision will reside in my purpose. Like I'll find provision in my purpose. And I just knew, I just knew that like, as long as I kept Focusing on helping people and focusing on helping them crush their goals and using these skill sets that eventually, eventually it'll all come together. And I'm blessed it has. (laughs) So, and what has
1: been the, um, So now just to let people know, you started an academy teaching people how to basically take their ideas, take their products and services and monetize them like all the different ways, like even Periscopes, or I know that you've worked with like moms who figured out how to keep their kids entertained on a rainy day and, and so many cool ways for people to take the knowledge and information that they have and monetize it, not by waiting for a book deal, not by, you know, necessarily designing this huge, big, intimidating academy. but by like taking simple little things like a meal plan even and teaching people how to sell and monetize those things. So tell us a little bit about your very briefly, because I don't want to, you know, people to think we're here like promoting your academy sure. sure. more. So I want them to understand that you are helping people. You understand that their knowledge is valuable and what are you
0: selling that for and how are you selling it? Sure. So um, I can honestly say that I was offering this information in bits and pieces. So what, I've been doing is, guys, just to be honest, I'm on a journey. You know, I this is, what you're seeing when you follow me on Periscope, what you see when you follow any of my platforms is sort of the birth of an entrepreneur. You know, I've been doing this for uh, working in corporate America for a while, but translating those things into entrepreneurship is something that is a constant learning process for anyone who's in entrepreneurship. And because of Periscope, people have been able to see me from day one when I quit my job. So what I'm teaching in my academy, 1K One Day, is are all the steps that I've managed to crush, refine, and categorize so that people know exactly what to do from day one to at least generate a little bit of coin to make that quitting day a little bit more comfortable, if not build your own sustainable business. So it's called 1K1Day because I was making $1,000 a day by the time I finally quit my job. Um, But that was only for like a month. (laughs) That's amazing. So what you did is you decided to start
1: an academy, um, we had met just, uh, maybe a month prior to me saying, Hey, Nicole, I do this and you can fly out here to California, even though I'm a stranger right. and you might be wondering if I'm going to chop you up, but you can fly out here and I would love to help you. And she was like, what? what I think I want to get into now is kind of helping people understand what that felt like. If you can to be, you know, to have all these people around you are like, Hey, I want to help you do this that you didn't know. And, and if we can explain to people
0: a little bit about how you felt and how that relates to imposter syndrome. Yeah, sure. So, um, and this is harder to talk about because this is, it's something that I think I'm still kind of struggling and sorting out today, but Sort of the back end, a lot of people kind of followed my journey on Periscope beforehand, but on the back end, people didn't always know what was going on behind the scenes. Well, they kind of did because I, I would scope a lot. But when we first met, I mean, you just came onto one of my scopes. And I'll say to this date, I had no idea who you were. I was literally like, who is this woman with the, the blonde bangs, ridiculous body? Like, I don't understand why she's on my scope. Everybody's like, oh, Chalene's here. And and I'm like, this is, this is my space. The heck is going on? <laughs> like, you know? Like, I just had no idea. And I right, mean, like, right. I just kind of kept doing my thing, you know? And I think that when, like, we started talking after that, I didn't even know what an academy was. I wasn't a, a person who read a lot of personal development books. I wasn't... I I mean, I'm totally different now, but I just—I didn't know about like online courses. Like, I just wasn't seeped in this industry in that way. I, I worked in corporate America. I was formalic. I knew the business way to do things. And when you started showing me these things, like to be completely honest, I was skeptical. I was entirely skeptical. Not so much of you entirely, but also of my ability to receive, you know, this sort of love and affection from a genuine place.
1: Aww. I think that's, I think, A, that's okay, because, unfortunately, we kind of have to be skeptical, because, you know, let's face it, there's like a lot of people out there that uh, do have ulterior motives, so I wasn't offended at all, and you were very honest with me, you were like, from the moment you (laughs) landed and were here in my home, you were like, what do you want from me? Like you know, yeah. What's this all what about? Is this about? Like, are you gonna you know, want like a <laughs> right. testimonial or like what? What, right. what in the world are you doing? And right. I'm like, this girlfriend is my hobby. I love finding people who bring me joy and are gifted and get it. Like I was listening to a podcast earlier this morning from a woman who was talking about um, how she decided to no longer do private coaching because she wanted to pull out, pluck out every single one of her eyebrows because she hated taking money from people who wouldn't take her advice. And I'm like, you know, I used to do private coaching and 80% of the people who've invested the money with you do exactly what you suggest and they work hard. But there's that 20% that you're like, why aren't you doing anything? And I, I couldn't handle it. So I said to Brett, I'm just going to have like, God put people at my doorstep who I can fall in love with and just see their potential and then push them and they can't get mad at me because they haven't paid me. Well, see,
0: I was included on that prayer. So because (laughs) I didn't know that, you know, the whole time I'm just kind of like, who is this rando lady who's like (laughs) super energetic, super friendly, has this dope life, like It was kind of funny because it doesn't make sense. The thinking, this is how you can identify that it's like imposter syndrome at work or your own negative mindset, because it literally, the thinking doesn't make sense. If someone who has everything in the world doesn't need your money, doesn't need your fame, because you're like, I like what fame, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't need anything from you is extending themselves saying, Hey, I built this academy. I built this course. I want to walk you through it. I, you know, I want to, you know, open up my home, like, take it, because chances are they're not trying to take advantage of you because they don't need you, you know? And, like, I just could not let that register. I kept saying to myself, why would someone be this good to me? And, like, I mean, it took a while for me to finally realize, oh, she's just a lover, she's just a giver, that's just how she is. Like, even though I'm like that, you know, I was just like, I can't believe it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just can't believe somebody is this way. And, you like, you, I to this date, I just can't, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, but you
1: know, and and not to make me sound like Mother Teresa, because like, she ain't. But, you know, first of all, it's so nice to have, like, let's just talk about your spouse. Like, isn't it great when they finally realize, like, just take my advice and your life will be perfect. Like, if you're a business coach, if you're a personal trainer, if you're a teacher, it's so exciting when people actually, like, You know, you invest in them and they pay attention and they try like that is so rewarding. Like people say, like, what's in it for you? What's in it for me is it's incredibly rewarding to work with someone who's so talented and so gifted and so good at what they do and to just see you shine. So tell us you're making five figures in corporate America. You leave corporate America in August, I believe. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, in August. Okay, so she leaves in August live on Periscope. She flies out to California, films her first academy to teach people how to take their information, their meal Mm -hmm. plans, their lesson plans, their Periscopes, their videos, anything you can think of and teach them how to market and deliver these things as digital goods, how to start their own Amazon store, how to basically Mm -hmm. go online and monetize your life so that Mm -hmm. if you're not going to quit, you at least have something that's building for that day when you want to. And you create this academy about a month after that. And now projections for this year. And I, you know, I certainly don't want the IRS knocking on your door, but can you give us some like legit hardcore stats on what do you sell the program for and what are you
0: looking at earning this year? I will say before I throw out these numbers that there's been a lot of work in the past like six, seven months. And it has literally been, and I think it's worth noting that it has been work built on fear, meaning I am constantly, constantly fighting through new moments and doing things afraid. Okay. You know? so, then, <laughs> so good. Then before saying, we get into the numbers, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what was the first and biggest fear that you had overcome. I mean, I I was acting outside myself. So, I mean, I quit my job. And then after that, I had to trust what you were saying about this academy thing, not knowing anything about you, (laughs) that this would be, you know, something to build towards that would be the best way to allow people to receive my information. Because the way that I was doing it was effective. It just wasn't the best way. It wasn't as organized. So I had to rely on the mentorship from you and research, you know, that this would work. Then I had to, through the fear, fly out to California and hope that that made sense, you know. With whatever money I'd made already, you know. So I mean, I took pretty much my initial investment, my first month before quitting my job, I took three weeks of vacation time, which was all my vacation time. And I made, by investing myself entirely in my business at that point, about $11,000. And I took all of that money, and I basically paid my bills. That was like a month or two's you know, salary, and then I flew to California to meet you. So, I okay, mean, so if-
1: what was the, the voice inside? So is was the voice inside your head like, you are a badass. You can do this. People love you. You're so smart. You're, you're going to crush it.
0: I was waiting for this opportunity what was the little voice inside your head saying? (laughs) The voice inside my head was saying, you're putting everything on red. (laughs) Let's hope this works. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was saying, you know what? The one thing you've done your entire life has been the norm. You've, you know, had the business card and the, the office with your name on it, like place the bet. You know what I mean? The worst that can happen is that you go back and you already know what that life looks like. So try, you know, that was, that was the thing I did. And, It was scary because I flew out to California to a stranger's house. I mean, which you're not a stranger, stranger, because if I ever got shaky, I could have just scoped it. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 I wasn't like stranger, stranger. But, you know, I mean, that was all my money, you know, and that was it. And and then after that, it just kept I kept on going. I launched my first Academy. I didn't know if it would be successful. You know, I um, I didn't know if everything that I put into place would actually convert into wins. And, you know, it sold out in five minutes, you know, like I didn't I launched a second one. You know, that one made it was a six figure launch and it sold out within 24 hours. And it, it was pretty crazy, <laughs> like how everything was happening. But each time I had to push through the fear to just to just do it, because I, there's no way to know if you don't just do it.
1: You know, well, and for those entrepreneurs who are listening to Build Your Tribe, we've got a lot of people who are, really great at building their lists and they're familiar with the term a launch. So in a typical, well, I should say an industry standard definition of the term launch is to have a product or a program or a service that you're rolling out. When you roll it out, you allow people to purchase or take advantage of it for a short period of time. And by that, we usually mean open cart, meaning you can enroll for something, you can sign up for something, and then you close the launch. And the reason why you do that is for a couple of reasons. Number one, to create urgency, right? Mm Because if you can like, hey, you've got all year to think about it. Well, you know what happens when people think about it, they move on. Number two, what that does by creating urgency is you get the kind of people who are serious about making a change. Number three, the reason why you create that urgency is because if you're doing the type of information and consulting type work where you are helping people, you have to limit the numbers or there's too many people and you can't serve them. Now, for those of you who are listening on Build Your Tribe, my podcast, and you're not familiar with Periscope, let me tell you this about my friend, Nicole, the (laughs) launch that she did was exclusively on Periscope. And you heard her correctly when she said it sold out in five minutes. Now, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Where I'm like, yeah, right, big talker. Yeah, sure you did. I swear, Nicole, I have to tell you this. I would think the same thing about Nicole, except that that day, girlfriend was tripping and sending me screenshots going, what do I do? What do I do? I've got to close it. There's too many people. There's too many people. I'm like, it's only been an hour. Calm down. And she's like sending me screenshots. And I'm like. I've never seen anybody do this before. She had a very sizable email list, but by standards of what people evaluate as a large or a strong email list in this industry of information products, products where you're teaching people how to become an expert, you're teaching people how to do their own launch, you're teaching people how to do Facebook ads or create profits in their business. In that space, to hear that someone did a launch in one day on Periscope was unheard of. Unheard of. I think she has to have been the first. I was like, this is insane. If I didn't know you, I wouldn't have believed. I was like, I would have thought, okay, all right, big talker. But I literally (laughs) was getting the screenshots. So to give people an idea, tell them what that, because you did your first launch, you did beta. You're like, hey, This is this is going to be a test. I'm new to this. I need your feedback. It's going to be incredibly interactive. And because I'm new, I am going to price it at this very low price. I'm going to close it fast. How much did you sell that first one for and how many people enrolled?
0: So my first one was for ninety nine dollars and we had, I think, a little. We, so we sold it. We sold a little under 500 people that enrolled at $99. Um, unfortunately, not everyone joined the Facebook group. <laughs> we sold it. We So, I mean, like, which is, is one of the things I learned. I mean, I want to tell you first things foremost, like, if you don't do a beta, you're crazy. I had no idea. Amen. <laughs> running this sort of thing was like and when I did the beta it was so informative because I was able to get in there and I mean my cycle 2 group their results are crushing it because I was able to fine tune everything and it was something that I think you probably told me at one point that like the final part of product development is actually launching the program because you people often say to themselves well it's not ready yet it's not ready yet it's not ready yet but like It's not ready if you don't launch it. You have to launch it so you can get the feedback so it becomes the best it can be. And like that right there, I mean, game changer because it only gets better every single time I launch it. That is such great advice. So for
1: those of you who feel like you have to have this perfect product, service, academy, course, whatever it is, To launch, one of the best pieces of advice I can give you and Nicole has just given you is to legitimately limit the number of people, which we did during our launch of the Virtual Business Academy, open it to a very small group of people. People who, you know, they're either customers you're very familiar with, they've purchased from you before, and you can count on their feedback. You offer it at a much reduced price, and you say, this is a beta group. I need your feedback. I need the people who are going to go through it. And in exchange for that, we're going to give you this entry-level price. What that does is it makes a better product. That's key, number one. But number two, it takes all the pressure off of us. Sure those of us <laughs> who feel like it has to be perfect or it shouldn't go out to the world. No, launch it in, in a ridiculously low price Uh, Form so that you feel really good about improving it because it nothing is good When just you do it, it doesn't get good until the ex, because experts have a really hard time sometimes Remembering what they didn't know before they knew what they know And that's why a beta group is really great because beta groups nine times out of ten for me anyways Where they help me is I'll say okay, there's a few things that I don't know before this step. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that people need to know that. So Mm -hmm. beta groups are a fantastic way of launching a program and taking that paralysis that comes from perfectionism out of the equation. So Nicole, then you go to a second launch and how much time elapsed between your first launch and your second launch, which by the way, you call cycles. So how much time between cycle one and cycle two and where did the price go
0: and how many people enrolled? Yeah, so the price went up an additional $100, I doubled my price, uh, based on feedback, you know, based on what people had said, Um, everyone was like, you know, this is a $1,000 course, this course is worth $1,000, you really should charge a lot more. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll raise the price a little bit, but there's still some things I'd like to tweak. And it's worth noting that a lot of my funds from my first launch, you know, a, a significant portion of that went into refining my second launch. Like I refilmed some material, I re-edited some of my product to make it better for cycle 2. So partly because that's how invested I am and making sure it goes right. Like I don't sleep before launches because I because I just and that's imposter syndrome too, just to be completely frank. Like even though I know that everyone's had results. People are making money with my courses. People are building their businesses. I still always worry that it's not going to be good enough. And that's just a challenge in the mindset that happens when you're somebody who's so wedded to your purpose, when you want to make an impact so badly, it's very easy for you to beat yourself up, you know, and worry about whether or not it's going to be good enough. And, but again, in fighting through that fear, I launched a second time and uh, that launch made six figures in about 24 hours. Dude, dude,
1: dude, that's so crazy. So and so now we're talking you are on cycle three. Is that correct? I am. Yes. And looking at just where you are headed in the next 12 months, can you give us generally speaking, are you
0: going to make more than six figures this year? Uh, Yes, definitely. So definitely making more than six figures. Really excited. Uh, Looking at probably multiple seven figures uh, this year because obviously my courses aren't the only thing that I launch. Um, I'm actually only going to be launching my course maybe – twice, possibly three times in 2016. However, I have other sources of income because I'm all about that multiple income stream life. So uh, the other sources of income also help round out the business, but definitely looking at a multiple seven figure year, even if it's not like a crazy year, you know, that that's, I'm excited about it. (laughs) It's it's really quite amazing.
1: And I, you know, I want to kind of bring this back if we can to that imposter syndrome. Cause I think for so many people like they're hearing all of this and in their heads they're like, yeah, I know my friends keep telling me I could do this too. for whatever reason, I think a lot of people feel like they're not good enough. They don't look the part Mm -hmm. they don't, they're not ready. Or they hear a voice in their head that makes them believe that they don't deserve it. So Mm -hmm. can you, if you don't mind share with us how do you get over that like how do you stop thinking
0: those things and or do you do you still think those things so I think the first thing that I did to sort of fight my imposter syndrome was I did research and when you know what it is and it has a name it becomes a lot easier to put it where it belongs which is in the garbage so the first thing I did was imposter syndrome is a real thing that's not just a made-up term that we're kind of throwing around or some clever sales jargon it has a Wikipedia page it's (laughs) you know a scientific thing Well, you know Wikipedia makes everything legit absolutely so, you know, it's a real thing. And imposter syndrome is something that often affects, you know, high achieving or overachieving women, you know, prime, is like the, the largest group, but it also affects men as well. It's even harder to diagnose in men because uh, they are less likely to admit it, you know, that they have it. But imposter syndrome, if you read the Wikipedia on it, it's all about essentially, any you know, minimizing your accomplishments. So, for instance, a lot of people say, like, yeah, I'm not really successful in my business, or who would want to buy something from someone like me? You know, these sort of thoughts that just don't really make any sense. And then, all your friends around you are like, but you've had three businesses. You're a doctor. You're also really cute. For some reason, you had a C-section, but you managed to not have a scar. Like, who are you? You know what I mean? Your skin is always clear. You bake the best brownies. Like, everything Uh about you is so great. You know what I mean? Everything about you is so fabulous. And yet, you are saying that you've never accomplished anything. And that's one of the key signs that imposter syndrome may be at work in your mindset. So once I identified it, you know, now... Whenever, you know, it flares up whenever I have a moment where I'm like, gosh, I just I don't know if my next cycle will even sell. I don't know if anyone's even gonna buy it. I don't know if it's even gonna make an impact. I just like literally sometimes I'll write things down and I'll make a list and I'll say, What have I accomplished? Mm-hmm. And I'll write down these things and after two or three pages, I'm like, okay, look. Even if this next thing is a complete flub, I have done this many things and I am not a failure. <laughs> you know? That's so
1: great. Okay, Nicole, I also don't want to sugarcoat this and make it sound like, oh, wow, what a fairy tale story. She oh, just jumped on Periscope and now she's making, over, you know, millions of dollars. Like, you oh, can do tears. it too. You know, and because, yes, your skin is beautifully exfoliated today. Your yes. melanin is on fleek. I love ready. the curly wig. It's Always it's ready. really. It's everything, everything. (laughs) But let's be honest with people. There's been some major challenges. So I want to give you a moment. I don't want you to answer this quickly. I want you to think about the three toughest moments where it was really hard or you experienced a very difficult lesson.
0: Wow. Okay. Ironically, I shared most of these on Scope. (laughs) Because, because uh, one of the things that I try to do is be upfront about this entrepreneur journey because I think that, like you said, a lot of us have a tendency to present it as like a gilded cage because that that's a sales technique, frankly. You know, when I, when I show you pictures of me on my yacht, you're like, I want that life too, right? So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a little bit different because I can't really hide because you guys have seen it from the beginning, right? So the, one of the first hard moments was actually my quitting day. Because as much as I had so many people saying to me, get it, girl, go, like, I am so inspired, like, go, there were also people, including my own family and friends, like, I had frantic text messages from people being like, what are you doing? You are burning down your previous life. Like, what are you going to do to go back? And that right there was like, I mean, I can't tell you what that inner, I can feel it right now, like that inner turmoil, what it felt like. I'm trying not to cry because I'm literally going through the three hardest times of being an entrepreneur. But that inner turmoil was just awful because I was like, I'm letting down the people I love. And I did it publicly, you know, like, what if I can't go back, you know, like, so there was that. The second time that was really tough actually happened maybe a month and a half afterwards when I was in California. And I was visiting you and I was there to film film my academy and I was not filming like it was not going well I was fumbling over my lines I couldn't get the content straight and I was wasting time and I was wasting money because I booked a certain amount of time I had a camera crew I had you there as supports so I felt like I was wasting your time and it just was not as much as people say you're eloquent and well-spoken and blah 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 and scope, you know like I, I was so in my head you know um I was so what do you think that was was that self-sabotage was that were you what what do you think that was and how did you get through it because you did I did it was totally self-sabotage 100% it was self-sabotage I mean literally the best way to describe it was I was overwhelmed with the blessing of the opportunity I mean I just wanted to like like when I walked into your house Shaleen like I grew up really poor. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't have like I don't have rich friends that I grew up with. You know, all my rich friends I know now because we, you know, they've taken my academy. <laughs> you know what I mean like and you like all rich, rich. friends? I, like we're all rich together, you know. But like I, I didn't grow up though. And my dad's a taxi driver. You know, and like my family made like thirty k a year, and like we lived all on that. Like I slept on a couch when I was twelve. Like I didn't grow up with money. So when I walked into your house and like my like little things like my feet echoing. Like when I walked into your foyer, wow. I was like, like, what is this? You know, like, and like, like when you opened up the pantry and there was like f- all this food and I was just like, you know, one, I was seeing Dude, the other this side is of the- the, how
1: golden is this? You guys, do you not love her? Just honesty, like the little details, man. Okay. Keep going,
0: Nicole. <laughs> like well walking into your pantry door like first of all you're always telling people to close the pantry door but like <laughs> i went in <laughs> like i went into the pantry and i was just like you were like oh yeah like have whatever you want if you get hungry at night like here are some snacks and stuff and like i remember growing up and like there like you, i would open the fridge hoping that the food would, situation would change <laughs> like and it wouldn't you know what i mean there was no food and so like going in there it was just kind of like huh and then having you there sort of you know standing there telling me like you know, making money is not elusive. You have the ability to do all of this. The same thing you say on build your tribe and your scopes and the same thing, it's the truth. You know, you saying like, if you do the work and you always stay focused on giving back and living in your purpose, like this is not something that you can't attain either. And I just didn't believe it. I I like, didn't believe it. it was too much. It was literally too much. Like I was overwhelmed. And wow. And, like, I got on Scope, I think, later on that night because I was saying to you, like, I'm failing at this. Like, you know, like, I, which are words that you shouldn't even say, you know? And you were like, if you're not sure why you're doing this, you need to get on Periscope and you need to ask the people that watch you why they watch you, you know? Because your imposter syndrome is flying high. Ask them, <laughs> you know? <laughs> ask them, yes, you know? Yes, And yes. I did, you know? I did. It was hard. I did not want to do that. That was one of those moments where I was like, is Shaleen trying to, like, get me to ruin my career. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why is she making me do this? You know, because I'm going to ask them then publicly, they're all going to be like, cause you're funny or cause you're interesting, but not cause we think you're smart. Like I had all these things that I thought would happen and I was wrong. Like I got on scope and I just started like literally just bawling. Cause people are like, you know, you inspire us or you know like I've taken some of your like little mini courses and they're awesome and you know honestly I just like I want to help you and I want to see you win and you know I you just make my day night like people are just saying the kindest things and I like couldn't believe that I even had the space to live within to make an impact like that wow that is amazing and people are so
1: blessed by these comments and your willingness to open up and be honest and just like the little details uh, Nicole, you're a blessing to so many people. I, again, I want to say to those who are entrepreneurs and a lot of people listen to Build Your Tribe who do a lot of email marketing, also doing a lot of marketing via webinars, Facebook ads, et cetera, Nicole's, if I'm not mistaken, Nicole, and I'll let you address this, your cycles that you've launched, all three of them, you've primarily done a direct from Periscope To the open cart and there isn't necessarily a sales page or anything. It's just like you basically are explaining what it is on Periscope the day it opens and almost all of them you've closed on the same day. Am I correct in understanding that? And if you have these stats, what percentage of your sales for each cycle come
0: from your email list versus Periscope? For my very first launch, I barely had an email list. I think it was maybe twelve hundred people. So I mean, like, if you even want to cl- count that, you know. And I made five figures. So that was the first launch. Uh, the second launch, I had an email list, but uh, we didn't even get a chance to utilize it because the public launch closed so quickly. So like, with the only thing we send to the email list is, hey, it's open now. You know, we don't really send like with like a link to go, you know, order if people want to. Honestly, like, this is one of the biggest mistakes I made. I built the product, but I didn't build the infrastructure to sell my product uh, through the marketing stuff first. That was probably one of the biggest mistakes I made. So I didn't have Facebook ads. I didn't have, you know, like graphics and all that stuff created. I literally got on Periscope, told people, Hey, I have this product that's open. This is what it does. You know, and I had some of my rich friends from my beta group. I was like, guys, if you want to help me out, can you get on here and tell people you know, about it? Like, you know, sort of like bootleg affiliates, you know, that type of thing. And, um, that was, was it. And then I sent them directly to go purchase. So um, I've never launched. Well, any other I, way. I think
1: I think the takeaway um, and Nicole said it was a big mistake that she made that she didn't have the infrastructure to sell it out mm-hmm. anywhere other than Periscope. But quite frankly, if you have what it takes to have that type of direct connection and relatability and build trust and believability on Periscope, you don't need all that other stuff. I mean, I know people who spend 50, 60, $70,000 to make, you know, $200,000 by running Facebook ads for their launch. Because what you're really selling when you're doing an ad, when you're running a webinar, when you're building a campaign, what you're selling or what you're doing is trying to build trust. That's it. You're just trying to help people understand, Mm -hmm. know know who you are and figure out if they like you and trust you. And then they're going to buy. If they they like you and trust you and what you have can help them, then they're going to buy. And so I want for those of you who are like, you know, I don't even understand the infrastructure. I can never see myself running Facebook ads. But I know how to be real. Mm -hmm. This is a great story because she didn't need to do those things. You know, we feel the pressure like, oh, we have to do this because this is what everyone else is doing. But, you know, really what we're all trying to do is just get to know each other and to build trust and integrity and a relationship and there's no faster way to do that than on live video. So yep. I, think, I think we're gonna see a huge shift in marketing. I think we're gonna see fewer people looking at their emails and more people tuning in to watch you live and watch your facial expressions and just figure out who you
0: are before they buy from you. You're so right about the tools. My first beta academy that I made five figures with was filmed entirely using my iPhone, a, a bed sheet taped to my bathroom wall because it had the best lighting, no ring light, and and any editing I did was done on my MacBook laptop. I didn't even have a desktop on uh, iMovie editor or QuickTime. That was how. And I and I used some slide decks out of Keynote. The content yes, was strong. I love that. See, you got you just you don't need you don't need it all.
1: You just mm-hmm. need you need belief in yourself that you have something that will help others, and it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be perfect, and it's gonna get better.
0: Yep, yep, and it's strong content. Always helps. <laughs> So
1: um, one last thing I'm going to ask you before we sure. before we let you go, Nicole, and that is you, I call my tribe lifers, and which is funny because that means I'm addicted to them for life, like they can't get rid of me for mm-hmm. life, but we call ourselves lifers, and I'm also proud to call myself a rich friend, and that's yes. what Nicole calls the people who watch her Periscope and subscribe to her email list and spend time with her because she's saying like, hey, listen, we're all going to lift each other up, and we're all going to become rich friends. Mm-hmm. And I I love that you call them that. What do you think it is about your community that
0: is so welcoming and that people know that they belong? Holy cow. I, you know, to be honest, that's a good question to ask my rich friends because I literally, I I don't know if there's any one thing beyond the fact that like we're all in it together. You know what I mean? It's, it's a journey. We're all like, I'm no different or better than anyone else. And we're all rich in something, even if it isn't coined just yet, that's what we're chasing, but we're rich in family and desire and purpose and passion. So we're all rich. And that's, What's important, I want to keep everybody together because I got to keep track of you because once you get rich in coin, you're not trying to leave me behind. Oh no, rich (laughs) Fran. That's right. Okay, and then one last thing and then we're gonna let
1: you go, Nicole, but can you tell us, generally speaking, what is 1K in One Day and where can people find out more if they're interested in being notified when you have
0: Cycle 4 open? Absolutely, so I'll give you the exclusive. Cycle 4 will open in June (gasps) of 2016. I have not announced that anywhere So in June of 2016, Cycle 4 of 1K One Day will open, and the best way to get notified about it is to head over to themonetizedlife.com, themonetizedlife.com, and click join. That'll make you one of my rich friends, and I'll see you in the Academy. Yeah, cool. And you're going to be a smart success this year? Absolutely. I'll be handing out hugs. Official hug giver. Yeah, nice. We're going
1: to put you right at the door. I love it. Well, Nicole, it has been our honor to spend this time with you. It's been so fun to watch your journey. Um, You are by far the one person who every time I tune in, I'm going to get two things that I love, entertainment and knowledge and realness. Okay, three things. And um, great hair.
0: So <laughs> I, I
1: love you to death. Everybody, if you haven't already, please be sure to follow Nicole. She is NAP, N-A-P, Nap Natural Nicole. And if you look at the list of the people that I follow, there aren't very many. She's right up there at the top of the list. Be sure to follow her because her periscopes are priceless. Um, she's the real deal. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips now if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone send me a text message the number is 949-565-4337 and that is for u.s residents Then just send me the word confidence, and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address, and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear, and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to, the person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.